Welcome to Arbor Bridge Church's weekly podcast with your teacher, Daryl Canty. Arbor Bridge Church exists to bridge the gospel and our community by connecting people to Jesus and each other. Visit us online at arborbridgechurch.com. Um, we have uh, several several teachers um, in our in our midst or in our, in our church family, um, and I, I think from what I observe. Uh, that what I'm going to share is accurate. You can tell me if not. Um, when a student graduates from high school, uh, we expect that they've learned a few things about you know that would be helpful for, the, for them in life, like you know applied math and history and politics, um, why the world works the way it does, uh, uh, personal finance, you know the the, the importance of, of managing debt, um, how to manage your money, um, the English and communication, how to write a good email, how to write a how to create a good resume, uh, how to do a good interview. Um, the, when you graduate, there are certain skills or certain you know things that we want you to be ready in your life. You, there are circumstances that are coming that when they come, we want you to be ready. We want you to be like, okay, I've, I've got the skills I need to, to do that. And, and a good teacher, uh, I imagine, has this vision for what you're going to look like or be like or be able to do when you graduate. Um, they have this picture of who, who they hope you will be. They, and they hope that they, you know, when, when you're graduating, when you're walking across that stage, their hope, you know, that, that, They've, they've shared all the experiences and knowledge that they need to share with their students so that they're ready for their graduation day. They're ready to move on to college or you know, trade school, whatever is going to be next in their life, that they're ready for and they have all the tools they need. One of Jesus' closest friends was named John, um, and he wrote an account of what it was like to follow Jesus while, uh, while he was on earth. In chapters like 15 to 17, John writes some of the final words that Jesus says um, to his followers before he's arrested. And much of what he says are warnings and preparation. He's saying, be ready, it's coming, I'm warning you. Um, He says, be ready for difficulties and troubles. I've been preparing you for this day. And Jesus says this, he says, all this I have told you so that you will not fall away. I've told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I've overcome the world. The three plus years while Jesus was with, with his students, his disciples, he's discipling them towards this graduation day, towards this the, where, where you know people are going to hate them. People are going to persecute them. Um, people are going to kick them out of the synagogue or their, their place of worship. Uh, and people would kill them and think that they're doing God's a favor when they kill them. Um, and, and they were going to be losing his physical presence. He was going to, he was going to be leaving them alone or leaving them uh, without his physical presence. And Jesus is saying, this is coming and I need you, I need you, I need you to be ready for it. And I want to make sure you're prepared for when, it, for when it comes. And when it comes, I want your faith to survive those hard things. Um, it, it, this is what I've been preparing you for. This is all I've been getting you ready for. This is your graduation day. This is your graduation day. Uh, most certainly, we will not face the troubles that Jesus' first disciples faced. But we will face trouble. And it's our responsibility, it is your responsibility as a church to, to, to make sure that we're ready for our graduations into life. 
Um, it's our responsibility as a church family to see, that we, to see that we're ready for the things that happen in our lives. That the, so we will face temptation to ignore God's commands about retaliation or holding grudges or being angry. Um, we'll have to bear the weight of, of mental health struggles or we'll want to abandon our promises to our spouse and, and not honor them like we promised to. Even some, some, some of us in this room will be tempted to take our own lives. When those times happen, when those things happen, we should be being sure that all of us are ready for them. We're, we're, talking, we're talking about spiritual growth and making disciples and being disciples. It's, there's, there's, there's no one graduation day, right? When you're talking about things like this, there's no like one specific graduation day. The graduation day is, is that day when you come up against the thing that you're, you're going to face in your life. That day comes when you have to put what you've learned to the test. You've been following Jesus. Have you followed him in a way that's relevant? So for this, this thing that you have to face now. This thing that's come up in your life that you have to, you have to deal with. This trouble that Jesus promised would happen. Do you have what it takes to face it? Do you have what it takes to face it? Let, let, me, let, me, let me be specific. Let me be specific with a, with a couple examples from my life. So, uh, and I've shared this with some of you guys before. My wife and I, um, 20 years ago, 20 some years ago, were living in Nashville. And during the first years of our marriage, um, I had a lot to learn about being a husband. Um, and honestly, I wasn't investing in our marriage. Um, I was ignoring it mostly, doing my doing work and school and stuff like that. And so it made our relationship strained. So while that's happening in my marriage, um, one of our female friend, one of our female neighbors, I see more just more of an acquaintance, um, needed a ride out to the country um, to a family member's house or something like that. Um, so you know, we're acquaintances. So I'm, I'm like, so I said, sure, I can drive you out there. We're, we're out in the middle of nowhere in the in Tennessee country, I, someplace I've never been. And she says to me, she says to me this, boy, Daryl, I sure do wish there was something I could do to thank you for what you've done. Now, I'm not really good at picking up at subtle hints but I'm like, what? Are you? Does this? Do you mean what I think you mean by that? I, and I wanted to be sure, but I didn't want to ask because I felt like even asking would be wrong. I felt like asking, even asking, would be taking the conversation further. Um, and the Holy Spirit was like, "Don't ask, don't ask, don't ask." But I asked. <laughs> I'm like, like, what? What do you mean? And she said, sex. Duh. It's graduation day. It's graduation day. What are you going to do now? I had a lot to learn about being a good husband, but I spent much of my life as a Jesus follower learning how to, what to do with sex. And I knew what to do, but would I have the strength to do it? Graduation day. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Another. I'm at a church picnic with a male friend of mine, one of my closest friends, one of my best friends. This friend had been attracted to guys most of his life. 
We're in the middle of our eating our hamburgers and chips at this picnic. We get into this conversation with one of the church members uh, about gay people. And the church member says, I wish we could put all the gay people on an island and just blow it up. And me and my friend are standing there. Graduation day. My friend is speechless. And I've spent my whole life learning about how Jesus treats sinners as sinners of every kind. And I knew verses like um, Psalm 31, speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves, for the rights of all who are destitute, speak up and judge fairly, defend the rights of the poor and needy. I knew it, I knew it, I knew it. But you guys know that knowing what's right and doing what's right, those are different. Those are different. It's graduation day. It's graduation day. So can I put all the things I know about following Jesus into practice in this moment? In this moment. The book of 1 Samuel tells the story of Saul, the first king of Israel. God chose Saul to be the first king of the nation. And I would make the case, when you look at his story, I would make the case that he's been preparing him for this his whole life. He's been, they've been getting him, he's been getting, God's been getting him ready um, to, to, for the, the things that he would face. And when Saul becomes king, time after time after time, he'd fail, he'd fail his graduation tests. He'd have these tests that would come up where he's saying, I'm challenging you to be the kind of person that I've trained you to be. And he failed them. God would ch- ch- challenge him or train him for standing up for what's right and rejecting the pressure of people. And when the time came, Saul would not be able to follow through. God taught him how to handle rejection with, with grace. But when graduation came, um, graduation day came, he, he, couldn't, he couldn't do it. He wasn't ready to do his job. Um, God, God taught him that being king is your job, but being my son is your identity. And I want you to keep those separate. He could not keep them separate. He could not keep them separate. God said, listen, graduation day is coming, and I want you to know how to deal with bitterness and anger in a healthy way. I want to show you how being king is secondary to being my son. And instead, Saul alienates himself from God and from from everyone who loves him. And at the end of his life, at the end of his life, there's this prophecy that says basically this. You're going to die. You're going to be killed. And when he says, when he says this prophecy, when he gives that prophecy, it's the ultimate graduation day, right? It's the ultimate graduation day. Will each of us be ready to, for, for graduating from this life to the next? I want to make sure you're ready. I want to make sure that you're ready. I want to invite you as church family, if you get to the end of your life and us as a church family have not led you to be ready for that moment, then... What have we been doing? What have we been doing? I want you to be ready for that moment when that, when that time comes, the ultimate graduation day. Then, then you will have the ability to face death with peace and integrity. When Paul, um, when Saul, when when Saul hears the prophecy of his own death, he is terrified. Terrified. Next day, now the Philistines fought against Israel, and the Israelites fled before them, and many fell dead on Mount Gilboa. And the Philistines 
were in hot pursuit of Saul and his sons. And they killed his sons, Jonathan, Abinadab, Malkishua. And the fighting grew fierce around Saul. And when the archers overtook him, they wounded him critically. And Saul said to his armor bearer, draw your sword and run me through. Or these uncircumcised fellows, their enemies, the Philistines, will, will come and run me through and abuse me. But his armor bearer was terrified and would not do it. So Saul took his own sword and fell on it. And when the armor bearer saw that Saul was dead, he too fell on his sword and died with him. Uh, When I read this, when I read this story, I think there's such a tragic ending for the first God anointed king of Israel. And I have to think that it didn't have to go this way. It didn't have to happen this way. But Saul kept failing to prepare for his graduation day. Um, he, assumed, he assumed that because he was a king, he'd be ready, but he was not. And if, if you think you're going to be ready for your graduation days um, just because you came here or just because you're a Christian, um, just, just because you're, you, you show up on Sundays, it, it is not how it works. Um, and I feel bad for Saul. I mean, he knew, about, he knew about the prophecy that he was going to die. So what's so terrible about him taking his life? If God says, you're going to die anyway, well, like, what's the big deal about taking my life? Contrast with, and again, if those of you guys, you guys know, some of you guys know all kinds of other details about Saul's story. Contrast Saul's story about how he dies with another story. The story of the anointed king, Jesus Christ. It had been prophesied that he would die. And not just die, die in awful awful death, the death on the cross. And in fact, Jesus, Jesus prophesied about his own death. And after he, after he says, check it out, I'm going to die the most awful death. Here's what he says. Now my soul is troubled. And what shall I say? Father, save, save me from this hour. No, it was for this very reason that I came to this hour. Glorify your name. What a powerful statement and a powerful way to face death. I want each of us to face death that way. When, if you get some kind of prognosis, listen, you're going to be dying. You got a year to live that you won't, you won't fall apart. You say, if that's the Lord's will, glory to him. I got a year to get some business done. Glory to the Lord. It's graduation day. It's what I've worked my whole life towards. What a powerful statement and a powerful way to face death. What a powerful contrast to what Saul did. Jesus, what it, Jesus shows what it means to be a king. Jesus shows what it means to be a king. And Jesus' life, you think about this, and those of you guys who know anything about the Gospels, Jesus' life is a series of graduations to the cross. Congratulations. You made it. His life is a series of graduations to the cross. And I'm saying to you, that is what our lives should be. A series of more and more surrenders and graduations toward the cross. And it it is, it is the exact same for us. We are crucified with Christ. We do not live any longer. Christ lives in us. And the life we now live here in the flesh, 
We live by faith in the Son of God who loved us and gave his life for us. Today, you and I, and we don't even know, you don't even know what it is. We have a graduation day coming. Are you going to be ready? Are you going to be ready? Something is coming. Are you going to be ready? You won't be ready just because you heard this talk. The elders and I um, want to do our part in seeing that every member of our church family is ready for the next test, the next graduation, go to the next level in their life. We want to be certain that you are ready. One way we've determined to do that is hosting a series of meetings at the end of October. I want to invite you to a series of small gatherings of like 10 to 12 people where we talk together about how, uh, how would we help each other grow up spiritually. That we talk with each other about how we can help each other take our next steps in Christ. Um, there'll be three different groups to choose from. Each group will meet three times during the month of October. During those gatherings, you'll have a chance to talk about um, what's helped you in the past, how you've helped others grow in the past, and what you think might help you grow in the future. And I'm certain, I'm certain, I am certain, I am certain that I will not grow up into the fullness of Christ without you. Um, My friends Rachel and Lauren were hosting uh, a Bible study this morning. And just by sitting with them in the same room, it, it challenges me toward more Christ-likeness. Saying and then talking out loud makes me have to take the words of Christ more seriously. I want us to do that together. I want us to do that together. Maybe your next graduation is the decision as to whether or not um, you're going to participate in these gatherings. Maybe that's your next test. I want to challenge you, um, when you come to the graduations in your life, I want you to have the wisdom to know what you should do and have the strength to do what you ought to do. Let me say this. Um, Often, when I meet with people in our church family or outside of our church family, they've got a crisis in their life. They want to know what to do. Sometimes they know, sometimes they don't. And I'll share with them, I'll say, hey, here's what I think the Bible says to do. I want you to have that wisdom to know what to do in those moments. I want us to learn that together. But then second is this. Often, 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 if we know what to do, we don't have the strength to execute it. We come to those moments, graduation day, and even though we know what we should do, we don't have the strength to execute it. We don't have the strength to execute it. When I'm sitting in that car across from that woman, I was in a bad situation. When she said, there was was something I wish I could do to thank you, I felt all this pressure on me. And I knew it was a defining moment. And I knew what to do. But I was afraid I didn't have the strength to, to execute it. To do it. I felt panic. So um, um, imagine, imagine if, if, you, if you were at a swimming pool, 
You're standing outside a swimming pool and someone grabs you and drags you down to the swimming pool and then they handcuff you to the bottom. Imagine, imagine the panic you would feel and the, the fight that you would feel to try to get away from that. That is what I was feeling in that moment. I felt like I knew I was in a lot of danger. We were silent the rest of the trip. And I remember her saying, this is it. And I pull over and I let her out of the car and I speed away like I'm driving away from the Ku Klux Klan. I'm like, let's get out of here. It was terrifying. Uh, And I feel like I was hanging on by my fingernails. Graduation day. Graduation day. Something like that will happen to some of you in this room. I want you ready. I want you ready, more ready than I was. When that church member said that, that, that awful thing about gay people, I needed to say something. I didn't have to be rude. Then I, be, then I become him. I just had to be bold enough to say, hey, um, that's not appropriate. Don't say that. It's hurtful. It's disrespectful. I don't have to be mean, but I needed to be clear. Those aren't the words of Christ. But it would have been awkward. It made things awkward. It made, I was afraid. Try and say anything. I didn't say anything. Maybe you know it's like, like you're in a moment and you, something's going down and you're like, oh. you know you need to say something. You know you need to share Christ. You know you need to say that's wrong. You know you need to stand up and then you don't say nothing. It's graduation day. It's graduation day. It's graduation day. That's a, that's a moment where you, be, you need to be like, look, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just trying to tell you this can't be said. This can't be said. And if I was by myself, it's one thing. You know, if I was by myself, I can be like, whatever. But with my friend standing next to me, what a shame. It's graduation day. I want you to be ready. I want you to be ready. I want you to be ready. I'm saying to you, that is what our lives should be a series of more and more surrenders and graduations toward the cross. So graduation day for you is coming today. There is another graduation day coming for you. The way that we prepare is by choosing Christ as the master of our lives and doing this together, doing this together. And you can bet, you can bet that I'm sitting in this Bible study and they say things about following Jesus that I'm like, ah, things I knew. But when they say it out loud, I'm like, yeah, that's, that's what I have to do. Together, we create habits and routines and traditions and experiences that help us grow in strength for those defining moments when we need to be more than we could be on our own. Opportunities to graduate to the next level. Opportunities to graduate into who Jesus Christ is. When Jesus came to his final graduation, his mind was on his followers, preparing them for his physical absence. His mind wasn't on protecting himself from his abusers or killers. 
He doesn't try and kill them or he doesn't try to kill himself, certainly, to get out of what was coming. He resigned himself to face his graduation day because he trusted his father and he had prepared for that moment. He prepared for that moment. Will you help me prepare for the test I'm going to face in my life? Would you be willing to help me prepare for the testament? And let me tell you this. You can't help me prepare on Sunday mornings. I'm helping you prepare on Sunday mornings. I'm talking to you. Would you be willing to join with me in life, helping me prepare for the test, for the graduation days that I'm going to face so that when I walk away from them, I can be like, yes, I did what I was supposed to do. Would you be willing to help me do that? Now, I will help you. We can help one another. We help one another. So let's begin by making this bond together in communion when we take communion together this morning. Um, it's commitment to the path of Christ. It's, 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 it's challenging. It's challenging. It's a fist fight. It's a fist fight. But it, uh, let me tell you this the path of Christ and following him in this way is challenging, but it's not more challenging than facing a life full of regret from failed graduations. It's not, it's, not, it's not more challenging than that. Communion is this commitment to helping each other set our minds on Christ so that we will be ready for our next graduation that we know for certain is coming. Let's commit to doing that together. Let me pray before we take communion. Dear Father, I pray that you would help us walk this together. Walk these next steps of graduation together, these next tests that we're going to face that you know that we don't even know yet. We don't even know yet. You know of tests that are coming for us, and and we want to be ready. Us getting ready on our own or by ourselves is not going to work. It's not going to work. I want to call us, Father, during this time of communion, to be committing to doing it together, seeking you, following you, hard after you together so that as each graduation comes, we are ready to pass those tests to to ascend to greater and greater holiness and oneness with you. Give us the wisdom collectively. Give us the wisdom and build into us the strength to face the tests that you know are coming. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening. If you would like more information on our church, visit us online at arborbridgechurch.com.